0: slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday edition of the podcast. A lot to get to on today's edition of the show. Our practice insider has weighed in this week with some of his personnel news and notes. We'll talk about that here in the first segment of today's show. Second segment of the show, I had a chance to catch up with BYU senior wide receiver Aleva Hifo. Talk a lot about what the wide receiving core at BYU has kind of been going through during these first three games top level opponents but also producing at a high level as well we'll talk about that with him in the second segment and then of course catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news in the third segment as we traditionally do so a lot to get to on today's show brought to you by our title sponsor on the podcast Deseret First Credit Union can't thank them enough for being a continual sponsor of the show it's Great to have them on board. Also brought to you today by our good friends at Vivid Seats, as well as my book. You will tell about both of those companies as today's podcast rolls on. So let's get to it. This is Locked On Cougars for September 19th, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jay catcher your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download this show on a Thursday. This podcast is available everywhere podcasts can be found. Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Himalaya Podcast app, pretty much anywhere a podcast can be heard and or downloaded, you can find Locked On Cougars. Thanks again for your continued support of the show. Download numbers remain extremely strong and it's a blast to be with you guys each and every day. Alright, our practice insider weighed in this week, had a chance to catch up and talk about what's going on with BYU and I think the biggest news is at the linebacking position for BYU. I think a number of you that watched that game saw a number of linebackers come up lame, have injuries, or simply didn't play in that game. Zane Anderson was in pads but did not play in the game against USC. I'm not expecting him to play this week it sounds like. He's been limited in practice his shoulder that he had surgically reconstructed last year and uh, took his redshirt year in theory to come back this year and play his senior year has not healed fully it's been a pain tolerance issues for him so far this year I've been told that they're not sure in terms of what the staff is thinking in terms of what Zach, not Zach, Zane will do. And it's going to be an interesting thing to see if he ultimately decides to call it a day, maybe have surgery once again and apply maybe for a sixth year of eligibility to see if he can get that year back again. Who knows? But it sounds like Zane Anderson probably isn't going to play against Washington this week, but it's more of a pain tolerance deal. If he feels he can play and be effective and can deal with the pain they'll let him do what he wants because he is a senior he's kind of earned that right he's put his heart and soul into this program they're going to kind of let him make the decision on what ultimately he is going to do now, other linebackers on the team that had issues der- against USC. We saw Chaz Ayu come up with a, it looked like it was an arm injury early, but it sounds like it was a stinger that he suffered late in that game. He came back in, of course, and helped break up that pass, tip the pass that Diane Gonwoluku intercepted to win the game for BYU over USC. He's still dealing with that shoulder issue, that stinger, and we'll see how it goes for this week. But it's hopeful that he's not going to miss much time if he's able to overcome that Stingers are very interesting because some of them can linger. Other times they can just simply go away after a couple of days of some rehab, etc. We'll see what happens with Chaz Ayu, Keenan Peely, who went out early against USC, I don't expect to see him back uh, at least this week. It sounds like his shoulder is in pretty bad shape and they're hopeful of keeping him healthy all year long and having him on the field, but at some point surgery could become an option notice that I haven't said any of these guys are done for sure. Uh, Let's be clear about that. Kalani Satake made that clear earlier this week saying that nobody has been lost for the season. The team overall has actually been quite pleased the coaching staff, etc. with how healthy the team is relatively coming out of the first three games against Power 5 opponents heading into this fourth game against Washington. Of course there are always going to be dings and dents with guys and you were wondering, okay, are these guys going to be able to hold up through these first four games? Well, at least for the first go-round here of the first three games the coaching staff's been pleased with how the team has held up will they hold up against what is a very physical and talented washington team who knows we're two days away like i said any of those guys i just mentioned it's still up in the air if they will play not expected to see them uh chaz ayu has an outside chance of playing but We'll see. It's it's a very it's a very fluid situation, I guess, is the easiest way to say it. So hopefully you guys understand that. But we'll be sure to bring you any information that we can come up with as we roll along this week, getting ready for this game on Saturday. Of course, a 1.30 p.m. kickoff, either on ABC or ESPN2, depending where you live in the United States. If you live here locally along the Wasatch Front, well, hopefully you're going to the game first off. You're making the trip down to Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Should be fantastic weather. But if you're not able to, you can watch it on ABC, and we'll see what happens with that. One additional note from BYU practice I saw earlier this week, and I just happened it's something I observed and asked our practice insider about. BYU walk-on running back Tyler Algier is actually wearing a white jersey, and you're probably wondering, okay, what's the what's the significance of a white jersey? It means he's working out with the defense. He's with the linebacking core uh, with some of the spate of these injuries for BYU. They're giving him a shot. He's been kind of down. Da- he's been far down the depth's Chart for BYU at running back with guys like Tyson Williams, Lopini Katoa, Emmanuel Asupa, and Sione Finao. Etc. cetera, uh, to kind of taking up the reps there at running back. So the coaching staff is giving him an opportunity to show what he can do at linebacker. Who knows if it ends up being a permanent move, but I saw him walking off the field, wearing a white Jersey and it kind of piqued my interest. I'm like, Hey, that's actually worth, worth asking about. So talking with our practice insider, he is working out at linebacker and we'll see how it shakes out for him. It should be an interesting situation to see if he sticks at linebacker, if he ultimately moves back to running back But that's one additional note to take from practice yesterday. Uh, One final thing from yesterday's practice is I had a chance to speak with Zach Wilson along with the rest of the media. But I asked him, what do you think of the Mormon Manziel nickname? And here was his response. Have you heard the
2: talk about the nicknames given to you by some of the national media? I haven't. Mormon (laughs) Manziel? It's funny. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, you know, Johnny was a great player. I mean, I I would love to be um, kind of more looked at as someone that that plays more within the offense, Um, someone that scrambles when it's necessary. I know there was a lot of his plays that were scrambling for no reason at all. I mean, he could have sat in the pocket and made some big plays. I mean, he was a heck of a player in college, but, you know, that was just because he was a great player, he could do it. And so, um, you know, I still got a lot of work to do to have that kind of nickname, though. There you
0: go. Zach Wilson and I think he was very complimentary of what Johnny Manziel has done but you can tell he'd like to be known as a different style of quarterback than Manziel because he's right Johnny Manziel wheeled and dealed and scrambled made plays even when it wasn't necessary Zach is the type of kid who's pretty calculated in when he does take off and run etc and he wants to just go out there and make plays like he said from the pocket make plays within the framework of BYU's offense and that's not a bad thing I get also why the national. Media sees what Zach does and thinks, oh, hey, that's Johnny Manziel esque because he does have that uh, preternatural sense for when a, a defender is bearing down on him and does make for an interesting situation as it pertains to how. Uh, how uh, he plays his ga- plays the game because we saw him against USC. It seemed like he was dead to rights a couple of times, and he scram- scrambles out of it and makes plays with his feet, and that's where I think the nickname comes from. But I th- it was also, a, I think, a pretty measured response in his, re- in his part in terms of talking about what he makes of people thinking that. All right, anyways, that's some of the notes from our practice insider personnel-wise and also getting a quote from BYU yesterday, probably the biggest quote coming out of practice yesterday, and that's what we do here on this podcast. All right, coming up in just a minute, we're going to talk with Aleva Hefo, BYU senior wide receiver, a young man who has had quite the career for himself. He's done a lot of good things in a BYU uniform, and I wanted to get his thoughts on how this wide receiving core is working together, so we'll talk with him in just a minute. Before we do that, though, do need to tell you about today's title sponsor on the show, and that is our good friends at Deseret First Credit Union. They share a faith-based bond with all of their members, but they're asking everybody right now, you've probably heard this in some of their other advertising, what is your why? Whatever it might be, have you thought about refinancing your home to save some money and help fund your passion project? A lot of you probably are thinking, well, refinancing is such a hassle. You have to go meet with multiple people, etc. Well, DFCU, their mortgage team, is here to help you make it easy. And even if it, even no cost to you at all, you could potentially get locked into a low rate for absolutely nothing and potentially save up to hundreds of dollars a month with no cost refinancing financing from Deseret First, guys. Check it out. They will find the right loan for you. Speaking of the DFCU mortgage team, whether you're a first-time homebuyer who's thinking about jumping into the market, you're a veteran homebuyer who's bought multiple homes, you have investment properties, they will find the right situation for you and your financial situation. They're going to make sure you're taken care of. Give them a call. 801-456-7070. That's 801-456-7070. Or visit dfcu.com to apply in five minutes or less, guys. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why. We show how. Membership and eligibility required. OAC. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing lender.
1: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors.
0: All right, a reminder for you guys when you guys are out and about or just simply hanging out at your house, you can use your smart devices to listen to this podcast and always stay up to date with the latest in BYU news. Tell your smart device when you get in your car and plug it in, or simply tell your smart speaker at home, play podcast locked on Cougars. That way, you stay up to date with everything going on in BYU sports with this daily podcast, all focused on BYU. I'm Jay Catch, your host here. Had a chance to catch up with Aleva Hifo yesterday, speak with him about the BYU wide receiving core. His- play individually and even get some of his thoughts on Zach Wilson, the Mormon Manziel nickname, as well as a cousin, a family member, as close as a brother can as you can be without being related by blood in Sione Takitaki and what he's doing at the NFL level. A great wide-ranging conversation with Aleva. So here you go, Aleva Hifo, right here on Locked on
2: Cougars. Last week on social media, I was just kind of paying attention during the game, and a lot of people started throwing a lot of praise at wide receivers. And I, th- I think it's been a position group that's been maligned at points during your career here. What has gone into your guys' kind of transformation into one of the more reliable units
3: on this team? Um, you kind of, you kind of said to yourself, reliable. Um, that's we've definitely came a long way from kind of earning that little title. I feel like we still are a long way from kind of, kind of holding that as, as well. But it's big for us um, being here at the last three years at BYU. The receiver. Receiver position has been kind of um, minimalized in a way, and uh, I feel like we haven't been as productive as we can be. And I feel like it, the last two, three weeks um, has been good for us because for our quarterback and our offense to kind of rely on us and be able to throw the ball our way and to make plays like Dax, those plays like those are huge, and it lets teams know that that we have we have that type of that we have that type of weapon on offense. So it's huge, huge for us. What goes into
2: the whole drops uh, situation? Is it, is it almost like just like you see one guy drop a ball? It
3: almost can become like an epidemic in a way. Uh, we try we try not to make it, but I, I can't see where, where you're coming from. Um, yeah. As in, it's kind of like a domino effect, yeah. you know. Um, it makes people think more. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's dropping a ball in general is the most is probably the most heartbreaking thing that can happen, especially especially in an environment like that. But. Um, but for us, it's it's. We kind of have to just make sure that we forget about it. That's the biggest thing. We can't let the last play ruin our next play, and we can't let a drop ball affect the, the next balls that come to us. So, it, we can't. We just can't let it happen. What's it been like working with Fessy Satake? Yeah, it's really good. Um, our receivers know more than anyone that he's. We kind of see him as another player. He. Okay. We have that kind of. Um, he has. We, he's kind of earned that respect, and we have kind of giving that to him as well, and we know that on, we're on a level playing ground with him. That we know when, it, when when it's time to be serious, and we know when it's time to mess around, and and he he respects us to be adults who makes decisions like that. But as far as the production that he's been able to help us with, and and all of um all the production that we're being able to try, kind of put on for this offense, it's it's been huge. Um, we love having him in the room, and we, we hope that he stays here for a long time because I know that our receiver core has definitely been blessed to have him. You're a senior now. You've had a kind of a long and winding
2: career here, playing multiple positions in, inside the wide receiving position group. I guess is the easiest way to say it. But what's it been like to this point for you? Uh,
3: I would definitely say for me, it's been kind of a, I guess a roller coaster, kind of stretching it. But it's been, it's been, there's been ups and downs. Um, there's been times where I've been utilizing more just kind of the jet sweep. Um, Recently, has been more the kind of receiver position. Um, I've been, been able to also run the ball a little bit. But uh, this year and, and this year mainly, I've been able to focus more on being a prim- primarily a receiver, and I, and I like that. And it's it's been different. That's why I feel like it's been kind of ups and downs just of, of where I where I kind of fit and where I see myself in this offense, and, the, and that's a, that a receiver. So it's been good. It's been very different. Um, having two different coaches staff is with different views of, of myself, it definitely does change things, but um, I'm happy to be here.
2: I use the term with you when I talk to people as jack of all trades. We've seen you do the fly suits. We saw you on that reverse against Tennessee. We've seen you be a traditional wide receiver in many sets. Do you kind of pride yourself on being that versatile
3: type of player? Yeah, it makes me happy. It makes me happy knowing that the coaches know that I can I can expand myself in multiple roles. Um, it, it helps. It, it makes me confident knowing that they want to they want to find ways to put the ball in my hands. And for me, the most part is I have to make sure that I'm, I I prove them right in, in a way and making sure that I'm consistent in all those roles and making sure that I'm I'm I, I'm getting in Yak yards and I'm making sure that I'm getting yards and be productive in that area. So for me, it makes me happy that they see me that way. Take us to that reverse against Tennessee. What went into that play? Oh, it was huge. Um, I told the coaches after, it's never been that open, ever. Um, We ran it in practice. We ran that play so many times in practice, we ran it against... Um, we've kind of run some, some forms of it in, in other ways, but when I turned the corner, I didn't see anybody for about 20 yards, and uh, I, I probably could have tried to end that game then and there, but I'm just glad that it worked out so well. It was a perfect play call for a perfect time, and, des- and it, was, it was definitely set up very well, so it, it, it was a good call. What's been the vibe around the team after these two thrilling overtime wins? Definitely a lot of po- positivity. Um, guys are smiling a lot more. Um, it's a big difference from when you come, home, co- come back on a Monday from a loss, and then when when you come back from um, on Monday from a win, um, you can definitely feel the, the different type of vibes. When we're eating, when we're in meetings. A lot of guys are laughing more. A lot of guys are more positive. They and and that stuff, it's it's good. But we also can't let it uh, make us content as well. Washington this week they got you pretty good last year up there is there any form of a revenge factor in this game at all for you guys oh yeah there is um, last year we went to their house um, they, they they gave it to us good uh, we were in their house and the score was was it was, it was pretty bad uh, overall but I also know that that in that game we, we hurt ourselves a lot mm-hmm. um, we were in the red zone a couple times and we we fumbled we fumbled more that was probably the in that game last year we probably fumbled the most out of all season and uh, and we lost we lost two of them. And uh, we ended a lot of drives with penalties, pre-snap penalties. And I think going into this game this week, um, we're a lot better in those areas. And that, that'll help us um, go against good teams like that as we can't hurt ourselves early on. And, and if, we can't, if we can if we can limit those mistakes, I, f- I feel like we have a good chance against them. You're going to have a different quarterback facing them this year. It was Tanner last
2: year. It's Zach this year. Working with Zach, what do you like most about
3: him? Yeah, so our offense has changed. Completely, yeah. um, as pe- people know, we were more pro style with the with the jet sweep on every play. We had a lot of pre snap motions, and we were kind of like a run first heavy team, 30 percent. But um, with Zach beyond, um, and no disrespect to Tanner, Tanner's is an amazing quarterback. He did a lot of great things for us. But our, our offense has shifted in a different way because because Zach's a different quarterback. Um, he was able to he's able to stretch plays, as you guys can tell. Um, i have seen that he's been getting some praise to Man- to Manzel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. It's, it's good. It's good. It's good stuff to hear for him. Um, um, I can see. Why they say that, but otherwise that um, it's good to have Zach to know that he can stretch plays. um Plays don't end when when a D lineman gets comes free. Um, Zach he's able to extend plays and, and allows us to kind of do scramble drill and, and try to get open for him. So it's good for us.
2: Do you like that nickname, the Mormon Manziel, or are you with something else?
3: <laughs> no, he's just Zach Wilson to me, okay, um, fair, and fair he, he needs to stay that way. He needs to make sure that he's he's staying humble. As, as for our offense, we need to make sure that we're staying humble as well and to not get get ahead of ourselves because we have a lot of good teams ahead of us.
2: Do you have a nickname on this team at all? Or is it just Zach? No,
3: a lot of people would call him Zachy. Okay. That, that, that's, about, right. that's about it. It okay. uh, sounds kind of like, like he's like a little kid to us. Yeah. And, he, and he kind of is. He's, he's the young one, but he's also a leader on this team. That's why it's a little different. But off the field, a lot of people just call him Zachy. That, okay. That's just about it. But Fair enough. Last thing for me, a lot of people know the story of Sione
2: Taki growing up with your family. To see him in the NFL now, what does it mean to you personally?
3: It's... It's very different, I, I can tell you that. Um, seeing him on that stage, seeing him live out his dream, um, and and I remember when he visited, he, he was telling me that it's, it's a whole different atmosphere, it's a whole different type of level of playing. Um, and he was explaining to me that it's a business, but for, as for my family, it's probably the biggest blessing that can could ever happen to us, um, and especially for his immediate family. I know his mom. His mom is loving it very much. I know his mom appreciates and loves him, and, and knows that he's doing his thing. And for his dad, who passed away, I know that he's smiling down on him. So it's big. It's it's big for his family, and all his brothers and his sisters. They're very happy for, to see him in that stage. Siona doesn't talk very much, but I definitely know that his family is very happy for him.
2: I assume you've got aspirations to go next level yourself, right? Oh yeah. What? Okay, hey, so last thing here. What are kind of your goals this year? What do you want to accomplish in your final season?
3: Primarily, I need to make sure that I'm doing all that I can for this team on this offense, whether it's that receiver whether it's that running back and returning punts and making sure that I'm, I'm putting a product on the field that lets, that lets people at the next level know that I can play. But um, primarily, I need to make sure that I'm helping my team do as much as I can. This last season and going out with, with these guys on my last season, it's it's still weird to me that it is my last. But otherwise, that I wouldn't want to do with any other group than this one. So I'm happy to be here with them for my last season. Love well, Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you very much.
0: There you go, Leva And apparently, the nickname for Zach is Zachy, according to Leva Kind of an interesting nickname. He said, because he's the young guy, he's been around the team, but he's one of the younger guys on the team. Kind of a funny nickname, Zachy Wilson. I don't think that necessarily is going to stick as well as the Mormon Manziel. And I'll be honest, the Mormon Manziel thing, I don't necessarily love it, but I also get why the national media is doing it. So hopefully that makes sense. I'm not a huge proponent of it, but it was worth asking. I felt like to ask Zach about it and also get some thoughts from Leva. But also, I thought it was some good stuff from Leva there. He's got goals to make have a successful senior year, but he also has a goal to go play at the next level. And I think that what he's doing, special teams wise, his versatility as a slot receiver, what he can do on the field, I think it's going to open up doors for him at the next level. And here's hoping that he can continue. Continue that family legacy with Sione Taki now in the league. And Aleva Hifo hopefully can join him next year in an NFL uniform somewhere. Thanks, to Aleva, uh, once again for joining the show. It was a blast to catch up with him. He's a great young man, great ambassador for BYU. Big-time BYU guy through and through. And it was awesome to speak with him on the podcast. All right, I uh, needed to get to what's going on in BYU sports this evening. The sports weekend kicks off. Of course, Thursdays usually are a very busy day for... For BYU sports where they don't play games on Sunday so Thursday seems to kick off BYU sports weekend we'll talk about all of that next before we do that though do need to tell you about one of today's sponsors on the show and as our good friends at vivid seats vivid seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that will last them a lifetime they have a great app the vivid seats app you can download it now at the Google Play Store or the app store you are automatically enrolled in what they are calling the vivid Seats. Rewards Loyalty Program. What it means is you enjoy credits on all of your purchases as part of Vivid Seats Rewards. If you're going to the theater, you're going to go to a concert, you're going to sporting events, you buy tickets through the Vivid Seats app as part of the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program, you get a reward status ranging from MVP to Hall of Famer. You can earn from 10% up to 16% credit on all of your purchases through the app this month, guys. It's a fantastic new way to get rewarded for the events you're already going to anyways. Go download the app. Of course, all Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed up by a 100% guarantee, so you have that peace of mind. And also right now, additionally, if you enter the promo code KICKOFF at checkout, you can receive a discount of up to $100 on your purchase. Saving money, getting credit back, Vivid Seats wants to make sure you are getting rewarded for the events you'd be going to anyways. Check it out, guys. Vivid Seats, proud partner of Locked On Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network. Alright guys, we'll get back to Locked On Cougars here in just a minute, but I need to take a minute and talk to you about today about one of our good friends in MyBookie. Of course, most of us look forward to the weekend so we can watch football. It means the end of the week is here, football is on the TV, and you want to sit back and watch it. Well, one thing that only enhances most people's watching experience is being able to put some money on the contest and win money. That's why I encourage you guys to check out what's going on with MyBookie. I wouldn't tell you guys to be bet with them if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet on football this season, bet with my bookie. If you're a guy that thinks he knows what's going on with football... Win a, win a parlay. If all your picks come through, you will multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year, college football season in addition to that. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. All you have to do is use the promo code LOCKEDON to activate this offer. That's promo code LOCKEDON L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N guys. Visit MyBookie.ag today. Get your initial uh, deposit doubled by using the promo code LOCKEDON. You play You win, you get paid, that's my bookie. All right, guys, as we close out today's edition of the show, running down what's happening in BYU sports outside of football tonight, BYU women's volleyball heads north to Salt Lake City, Utah, to the Huntsman Center to take on number 18 ranked Utah. BYU ranked number 10 in the country, if I'm not mistaken. Fantastic big-time showdown on the Huntsman Center floor. Hopefully, BYU volleyball can go on the road and pick up a big victory. be nice to see them do that. You, of course, can watch it on the Pac-12 networks. There's also streaming link. You can get all the information about the match at BYUcougars.com. If you want to go to the game, you can also do that too. Women's volleyball, in addition to men's volleyball, one of the best environments in sports. It's always nonstop action, back and forth, guys. And we have two top 20 teams squaring off, who also, by the way, are rivals. It is the Deseret First Dual showdown between these two teams. It's a big opportunity to support the Lady Cougars. That, that'll that begin at 6 o'clock Mountain Time at the Huntsman Center here in Salt Lake City. Also in action tonight, the women's soccer team off a fantastic win over Texas A&M last week, as well as a win over US UVU earlier this week. They're on the road in Lawrence, Kansas at Rock Chalk Park to take on the Kansas Jayhawks. That is tonight also at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. You can listen to the game on the BYU Sports Network. They'll have video links uh, not video links, radio links across the BYU Sports Network, 107.9 FM, the BYU Cougars app, etc. You can check out the game there. Should be a big opportunity for BYU to go pick up another win hopefully and continue to roll on here. They are perfect on the year. A perfect 6-0 and O and hopefully Jennifer Rockwood's team can continue that stellar run of form as they head to Kansas. Of course, we'll be taking on Kansas state later on this week. So there you go. That is the BYU sports schedule for tonight. They've got a full weekend ahead. We'll preview more of that tomorrow, as well as a recap of how these two games go tonight. Want to thank you guys once again for your continued support of the show. You can follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at locked on Cougars you can follow my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch and if you want to drop the show a note, please email us LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Love to hear from you guys. Love that you guys are enjoying the podcast as much as you are and can't thank you enough for your continued support. One thing I will ask of you guys, if you guys are listening, please give us that subscription. Please click follow or subscribe on whichever podcatcher you're using and give us a favorable rating and review, particularly if you're using Apple Podcasts. The 5 Star our reviews and their ratings are absolutely worth their weight in podcast gold. Want to thank you guys in advance for taking the time to do it. Doesn't take very long to do it, but it means a lot to me personally, and I thank you guys for doing that in advance. All right, we will catch you tomorrow. Hoping to have Christian Capel from The Athletic on the show to talk about the Washington Huskies, get you a preview of what to expect from Chris Peterson's team. Stay tuned for that on tomorrow's edition of Locked On Cougars, and until then, enjoy whatever's left of your Thursday, and we will talk to you soon. This has been Locked on Cougars for September 19th, 2019.